Blog Talk Radio.
that if you had a hundred sheep and one went astray, that you would leave the ninety-nine to go after the one. Father, tonight, Lord, we're asking for those ones, Lord, those out there, Father, who don't know you, Father, who don't know the love that you have for them, Father, who have ne never experienced your love in their life, Father. Lord, and for those who are out there who know you, Father, but their life isn't full of joy like your word declares, where it says, in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. So, Father, have your way tonight in this broadcast, Lord.
Welcome back to um, Per International Radio. Our call-in number um, 619-638-8458. Um, if you've been with us this week, um, we uh, have had an amazing um, friend of ours, um, Paul Pintor, who's joined us um, for the broadcast. And um, If you notice me pause a lot, it's because um, I'm trying to um, listen and um, hear the right words. Um, because, as you know, sometimes it's not easy figuring out what the right words to say are. Um, or to when you have a thought and you're not sure exactly how to express it. Um, you know, me and Chris started this broadcast um, or this um, endeavor to build a 24-hour-a-day um, live prayer something on the Internet. Um, and that's always been the vision and our end goal sooner or later. I know we do um, two hours a night because um, it's hard running 24 hours um, every day. And But we're believing in the Lord and we're trusting the Lord for intercessors, um, men, women, and children who can pray, who want to pray, who want to seek the Lord, who want to pray for the nations and pray for the lost, and to see God's hand move across this world, um, which it's very easy for him to do if we trust him and believe in him. But that being said, um, you know, me and Chris don't believe that we have anything special compared to anybody else. We don't have a special anointing. We don't have any special giftings, we just have the Holy Spirit. Um, we have a relationship with Jesus, and, you know, in the long run, that's all that matters. Um, I was thinking um, during that last song, um, a lot of times during this broadcast, if there's, um, we have to, like, put a song on really quickly um, because someone will be calling in, and we have to figure out if they're just listening or if they're in need of prayer. Um <clears throat> Excuse me, but during that last song, <clears throat> excuse me, once again, I realized, you know, sometimes I'd rather just sit in his presence and um, just worship him. I remember um, I was reading uh, or listening to an audio tape by this one um, pastor who who's pretty well known. And um, when they approached him to do certain ministry, um, what he said was, he said, I didn't really want to do that. All I wanted to do was spend time in the presence of God and write books about God. And, um, we know it's true. A lot of times, um, we get into his presence and we don't want to leave. Um, cause there's so much peace when you're in the presence of God, all the thoughts, all the things it says, I mean, in his presence, the things of the world grow strangely and vaguely dim. All your worries, all your cares, all your fears, all that just disappears when you get into his presence. And like a sheep, he leads you beside the still waters, making you lie down in green pastures. And um, I thought about this broadcast a lot today, um, actually from the time I got in my car to go to work and um, all the way until the time I was um, – well, till just a few minutes ago, and um, 
not knowing how this broadcast is going to go. People may call in and they may need prayer, and we'll pray for them. And the Lord will heal them if they need healing. Um, people may call in because they don't know the Lord Jesus, and by the grace of God, um, they'll, they will, and they'll trust their lives and their hearts to Him. And then there's going to be those people who aren't even listening live right now, but a month or two down the road, they're going to um, listen in to a broadcast um, from one of the archives, and they're going to trust the Lord Jesus, not because we said the right words or because um, we had a special message or anything, um, not even because they liked the music that we played, but just because of the presence of the Lord. And that's all we really want. We just want his presence. Um, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly convinced in my life as a Christian, which for the most part seems like it's gone from before I got saved even to now, that, you know, we can go to church and it's important. And it's important to be around believers because um, you're either going to be around the world and start hearing what the world thinks and sooner or later you'll start thinking like them or you can be around believers who know the Lord and then you're going to keep thinking like them. But I'm thoroughly convinced that um, that even aside from going to church and um, everything else, you can learn more in the presence of God in a few minutes than in a lifetime of teachings and um, cassette tapes or they even have those anymore, CDs or whatever. You know, just being in His presence, letting the Holy Spirit give you revelation. Um, throughout my life as a Christian, I've heard, I couldn't tell you how many sermons I've listened to and how many amazing revelations that men of God have had. Um, and that's great. It's great to hear revelations. It's great when um, you're listening to someone and they, they try to explain something that the Lord showed them. And you get really excited, and it sticks with you for a couple of days because you can't get it out of your mind because you're really excited about it. But it doesn't compare to the revelations that you get just between you and the Lord. Because even though we're a body of Christ, even though we're one church, one bride, um, and we're in unity with him, it's still a personal relationship between you and the Lord. There is a part of your relationship with the Lord that doesn't involve everybody else. It's just you and him. It doesn't involve your spouse. Um, there's a time and a place for and the relationship between you and your family and your spouse and him. But I'm talking about the time when it's just you and him alone, face-to-face, -face, you and the Lord. And it's those times when he really um, starts pouring his love out upon you and starts... Um, explaining to you not only your destiny but your purpose and your place in him and his his thoughts and his dreams for your life. Um, you know, we can dream really big at times um, about the things we want. We all grow up um, thinking, I want this, I want this, and um, this would be really nice to have this. But, you know, at the same time, the Lord has a vision for your life. The Lord has a plan for your life. Um one of the verses we quote quite often is that God said, um, I know the thoughts I think for you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And he said, I will not leave you as orphans. 
he said, and Joshua, he said, Be not, do not fear, nor be afraid or dismayed, for I am with you wherever you go. Only be strong and of good courage. Because the Lord is emphatically wanting his people and his children to understand your significance to him. It says in Ephesians, um, it talks about God's inheritance in the saints. And, you know, we always think, okay, well, that we're getting this, the mate, we're getting the big end of the deal or the big end of the stick, which is true. But, you know, God also has an inheritance in us. Um, because, you know, where it says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. You know, in some ways that goes um, both ways, and I'm, I really hope I'm talking about the grace of God here, but, you know, how much do you have to love someone to do anything for them? You know, I have um, family members, my brother, um, my twin brother, actually, because I have a twin brother, and he lives, like, not even, like, five minutes from me, five, ten minutes. And I love him with all my heart, but I don't see him every day. I don't see him every week. Um, sometimes I don't see him every, even in the same month. But God, on the other hand, has this love that's unimaginable, indescribable, that the only way to deliver us from the chains of sin and death was to send his own son to die for us. It was the only way. It's the the, only, the biggest sacrifice he can make and the only one that would work. And I'm assuming he loved his son. The Bible says he does. We know he does. Like any father would love their child. Jesus said, um, when he was praying, he said, Father, glorify me with the glory which I had with you from the beginning. You know, from... From before creation, before the foundation of the earth, before God first spoke and said, let there be light, there was the Father and the Son. But he loved us too. And he had to sacrifice his own Son for us to have eternal life. If you've ever doubted that God loves you, you know, we, we toss that saying around, almost like saying Merry Christmas or have a good day or bless you or anything else. We just toss around God loves you. But, you know, there's a lot of meaning in that that most people will never be able to comprehend, will never fully be able to grasp the significance of what Jesus did until we stand before him. And see him exalted at the right hand of the Father. And the glory that the Father crowned him with. But he's still going to have the holes in his hands. And the holes in his feet. And the scar in his side. Because of us. Because that's how much he loved us. 
It says that he despised the cross, but for the joy that was set before him, he endured it. And the joy that was set before him was us. The end result was our redemption, our salvation, the gift of God, eternal life. And not only eternal life, but the ability to be in his presence. Just like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, where they walked with him. And they heard his voice and they saw his face. And the Father would come calling to them. Come walk with me. And he would come looking for them. And after they sinned, they hid their faces from him. Because sin brings shame. And so they were too ashamed and too fearful to um, let him know where they were. Even though he's God and he already knew. But you know, the funny thing is they didn't have to hide. Because the weight of their sin could by no means outweigh the love of the Father for them. It says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so wherever you are, um, whatever your life's like, it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what you've done. Um, as me and Paul can both tell you, um, you know, Paul said in um, one of his letters, he said he considered himself the worst of sinners. Well, you know, we've lived, all of us, me, Chris, Paul, we've lived lives away from God and we lived lives with God. And it's only by the grace of God that we are here. It's only by the grace of God that um, we've come come to know him. And it's not because that, the Bible says it's not because all of a sudden all of us woke up one day and all of us who have trusted him and are Christians, it's not that we woke up one day and said, you know what, I, I think today I want to go find God. Or, you know, today I really want to go seek him. No, what happened was he searched for us and he longed for us and he looked for us and he called us by name. And he wrote our hand, our names on the palm of his hand. And so tonight, there's those of you out there who the Lord's still calling, whether you know him or whether you don't. And he wants you to know that he loves you, no matter what. No matter what you've done, no matter how far you've been, it doesn't matter. He loves you. And nothing can change that. So if you need prayer tonight, um, give us a call, um, 619 Six three eight eight four five eight. I'm gonna um, actually. You there, Paul? Yes, sir. You got anything you want to say, Ruff? No, you can go ahead if you want to play uh, a song for everybody, and um, maybe you can regroup. And um, do we have anybody that's live right now that needs prayer? Uh, not yet, but they'll be here any minute. So I am okay. going to, um, you know, um, I downloaded, I like downloaded and bought some music to play on the show. And um, you know, we talk a lot about um, faith and um, trusting the Lord, and um, you know, having to believe 
like it says in Hebrews, those who come to the Lord must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And we all believe he is. And beyond believing just that he is, we need to believe who he is and believe that he is a rewarder of those who seek after him. And, you know, whatever needs you have, whether it's financial, um, you have a car payment, whether it's healing, you need something that's, that's broken and it needs to be healed, um, whether it's an emotional need, whether it's a family need, it really doesn't matter because the Bible says that if we know that he hears us, we know we have the petitions we ask of him. Jesus said, whatever, whatsoever things you ask, believing you shall receive the things you ask. And he said, anything you ask in my name, I will do it. And we trust the word of God, and we know that he will do everything that he said, exceedingly abundantly be above all that we can ask or think. So if you need prayer, give us a call, 619-638-8458. We're going to take a quick break, and um, we will be right back. You've been fighting that ground war. 
Like a bird in the air You've escaped the snare Like a bird in the air You've escaped the snare The enemy
Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, um, give us a call. We have a chat room open at prayerinternational.org, or you can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. You know, um, I always on our website, we always have these quotes at the top of um, the website, um, different quotes about prayer and, or missionary work or whatever else. And, um, and I always try to change it at least once every couple of days. And the quote for today that I found says, um, it was from a, a famous um, missionary slash prayer person named E.M. Bounds, and he said, what the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more novel methods, but men whom the Holy Ghost can use, men of prayer, men mighty in prayer. And I heard, there was another quote I had thought about putting up there, and it pretty much said that I would rather train one person to pray than nine people to preach. Because, you know, prayer shakes mountains. Prayer moves the earth. Um, it changes the world, everything around us. Um, and we have the ability, and I'll say this every night we have a broadcast, we, you, all of us, have the ability to change the course of this entire world, to reach out and touch the lives of people and nations that we may never come in contact with. Um, and it's our duty and our obligation, and it's an honor to be able to stand before the Father as intercessors, um, coming into agreement with him on his word for the nations and on his heart's desires for the nations. And, you know, um, during the break, um, Paul mentioned to me, um, which I didn't know, that is, you could actually pray for a different nation every day and you couldn't even get through them all in, in less time than a year. And so I think Paul's going to start us off and we're going to um, make an effort that every night to pray for at least one nation. So are you there, Paul? Yes, sir. Okay. So what's the nation for tonight? Well, um, we're going to, I've got a pretty substantial list, and we're going to pray for sovereign nations. Um, the First Nation, which definitely needs prayer, um, is Afghanistan, which is a Persian, Pashto. Company, uh, country, um, Islamic Republic of Afghanistan. It is a landlocked country. It's located, um, it's in the center of Asia, forming South Asia, Central Asia, and the Middle East. Estimated population 29 million covers about 650,000 kilometers, um, 250,000 square miles is what that is, making it its the 
42nd most populous and 41st largest nation in the world. Um, actually have some friends there. Um, I have people I know uh, in Pakistan, which is one of the borders. Uh, in the southeast is Iran. And in the west is uh, Turkmenistan, Turkish country. Uh, Tajikistan, which is to the north. And China, which is to the far northeast. Which is going to be nice when we get to China to pray for them. The territory that now forms Afghanistan has been an ancient focal point uh, of what they call the Silk Road of the human migration. Um, so, um, give you an idea, we just need to, you know, the Bible says, as we all know, that if two or three shall gather in agreement, because Jesus goes to the Father who is in heaven, that it shall be done for us. Um, we all are called to pray. The Bible says in Psalms 54, Hear my prayer, O God. Give me ear to my words of my mouth. Um, in the book of John, First John, says now this is the confidence of but this is now the confidence that we have in him that anything we ask according to his will he hears us and if we know he hears us whatever we ask and we know that we have the petitions requests that we have asked of him so these countries are under strongholds regardless of whether they're Islamic, whatever um, religion they may be, God created them. Um, as we know, the Bible says that if one's, once that one is saved in the family, that they'll all be saved. If we really believe what we preach, that we'll reach out in love for the Father as a point of contact and we can stand on the ground here in the heartland of the United States from Kansas from the broadcast studio out of Dallas, Texas and out of Plano, Texas and whoever may be gathering with us in prayer so if we can just by the grace and mercy of God touch one soul in Afghanistan that would save a family my goodness there's no telling how big a family is over there um, you know if you go back and look at the Bible you know the God told Abraham he'd make him a nation many nations <laughs> you know so I just want to pray in agreement with Sean and whoever may be on the line tonight with us that God touch Afghanistan. Um, 
I see that we have someone that called in. So, Sean, go see what they need. Already ready for you whenever we're done with this prayer. Okay. Um, well, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for Sean. I thank you for Christopher, who stand in the gap. In unity with my prayer, we ask you, Heavenly Father, because we are believers, because we are your clay, and you are the potter, Lord God, because your love is everlasting, that you send just one angel of all the legions that we have, as Jesus said, over 72,000 plus. Heavenly Father, we call on your name that by the blood of Jesus, because we have a blood-bought right, Abba Father. Your word says that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, your word says that you're not a man that you shall lie. Your word says that every word that comes out of your mouth, to every word in the Bible, that you even exalt your word over yourself. That everything that you say, that it shall prosper in the things that you say it will, and that it will not return void. Lord God, we lift the country of Afghanistan to you, Heavenly Father, this 41st largest nation in the world, all the surrounding borders, Heavenly Father, of this Persian, Turkish nationality, Islamic, Heavenly Father, by faith, I stand on Matthew, the book of 8, chapter 8, centurion faith. As we lift all the needs of Afghanistan to you, Heavenly Father, that you will bring in the harvest, that you will bring in the harvest, Lord God. Your word says that while the laborers are few, the harvest is plentiful. And indeed, the harvest is in Afghanistan. Lord God, I call for prayer partners from Afghanistan in the mighty name of Jesus. I call, Father, for souls, for the lost, for the hungry, for the poor of Afghanistan, that you draw them to the water, that you draw them to us, Heavenly Father, so that we may preach the gospel that your son Jesus it's the answer that he died, that he was crucified, that the victory of Calvary, that by the blood of Jesus, that we all have a blood bought right, and that we walk in victory. And because your son died and had risen on the third day, Heavenly Father. As Prayer International calls to the lost, we pray, Heavenly Father, that your will be done. We pray, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you will bring us a prayer partner 
to stand in the gap for us, for you, Heavenly Father, for Prayer International, from Afghanistan, and for every country, Lord God, that we lift up in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So we have someone that needs has prayer needs? Yes. Uh, so let me bring her in. Um, this is Deborah. Deborah, are you here? Yes. And, okay, Deborah, so what? Okay, you there? Yes. Okay, and so what did you need prayer for? Uh, for prayer. Uh, for clarity as far as the um, direction and ministry uh, for myself. Amen. And we also have Chris on the line, too, so we have all three of us here praying. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yes, sir. Why don't you, um, because we don't have a line out the door yet, um, why don't you uh, kind of give Deb um, a top line pitch on who we are? You know what I mean? A little bit about me and you and Chris. That way, you know, uh, and find out how she found out about us. Okay, well, I can start from the beginning. Uh so Deborah, uh well I guess I'll start with that. Did you just uh were you just browsing through and heard us or Yes. Yes I was. Um, just browsing. On Block Talk? Yes. Wow, there's a lot wow. of people on Block Talk. You would never realize how many millions of people actually listen to Block Talk radio. Um right. but it's only by the grace of God that um I mean with the millions of people there that people will actually end up listening to whichever shows they listen to. Um you know, we've been um, doing this show for about a year now, off and on, and so, I mean, all three of us, just normal guys who love the Lord, love to pray, uh, love to see the Lord change people's lives, and um, all three of us believe in listening um, to the Father and being sensitive to the Holy Spirit for um, the way He wants to move in our lives, and, you know, um, we could all tell you, Chris could, t- I mean, Chris says it all the time, um, you have to be really sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you've got to trust him that when he leads you somewhere and he starts nudging you out your spirit to go somewhere that you become obedient to it uh, because you'll see amazing things happen um, in your life and in your ministry just with the really, really small steps that would seem insignificant. Um, I remember a time that um, Chris was telling me about that uh, his wife had heard uh, was praying and um, heard something from the Lord for him to go to a place, and Chris uh, did it because the Lord said it, and um, there was, like, amazing things that happened. Um, so, um, so yeah, we're all three. We're going to pray for you. Um, trust in the Lord. He's going to lead and direct you and guide you. Um, you know, the Word says that the Word itself is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. And, you know, it says in First John that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And, you know, it says um, he was the light that gives light to men in this earth. And so he is the word. He is the light. And he is the person who gives um, uh, and um, direction. And, 
Bible says, um, a man will plan his way with the Lord walks the steps, and all the steps of righteous are ordered by the Lord. So, Father, I'll just start this off. Um, Lord, thank you for um, Deborah tonight, Father, that she has a heart to serve you, Lord. That she, um, like the prophets in the Old Testament where you said, who will I send? That she is standing up saying, Father, use me. So, Lord, we ask for an anointing to be placed on her, Father, a mantle, Father, of teaching and of ministry, Lord, to be placed upon her, Lord, and through your Holy Spirit, Father, that you will begin to lead her, Father. You will begin to direct her and guide her, Father. You will give her dreams and visions, as it says in Joel, that your, that your young men will prophesy. Your old men will see dreams and visions. Go something like that, Father. You know the verse. You wrote it. Um, but, Lord, start speaking to her in the day. and Start speaking to her in the night, Father. Lord, quicken her ears, Father, to hear your voice, Father. Open her eyes to a spiritual insight, Lord, so she can actually start seeing things, seeing um, everything around her through your eyes, Father. Give her your heart, Lord, so she can start seeing the world and seeing the loss and seeing the people around her through your heart, Father. Lord, anoint her, Father, through your Holy Spirit. The same anointing which raised Christ Jesus from the dead that dwells in us. Father, you said the works that you did, we would do greater because you go to the Father and you sent us the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the disciples went out preaching the word of God and the Holy Spirit was there confirming the word with signs and wonders, Lord. So, Father, we ask that you would start performing signs and wonders in the midst for Deborah, Lord. That you would start proving your word to her life, Father. Give her a gift of faith, Lord. A gift of supernatural faith, Father. To believe in your word that nothing is impossible, Lord. That she will see her family members, every one of them, come to know you, Lord. Father, make her a mighty woman of prayer, Father. Put a mantle of intercession upon her, Lord. So that she can storm the gates of heaven, Father, interceding on behalf of the lost and on behalf of nations and kingdoms, Father, on behalf of her family members, Lord. Father, your word declare. I don't know why I keep getting uh, wanting to pray for your family, but uh, Deborah, the Bible does say, I mean, it says you and your household shall be saved. Um, are all your family members saved? Yes, but not all walking upright. Okay. Well, you know, the Lord, uh, it says the Lord will change the hearts of kings. You know, he is um, the Holy Spirit. I mean, you know, if you're filled with the presence of God, you're going to get around people and they're going to notice the difference. And that same presence, you don't even have to say something to someone. Just be around them with the presence of God all around you. And you're going to cause a change in the very atmosphere around you. And start believing and start interceding and start praying, and God will change their heart and bring them closer to Him. So, uh, Chris, Paul, I gotta go answer another call on the um, that's on hold. So, do you one of y'all want to start praying? That'll work. That'll be fine. Yeah, right. Okay, Chris. Yeah, let me. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. All right. Hello. And it was death, correct? Yes. Yeah, I just uh, want to encourage you in this. You know, the Bible says that, that the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ 
from the dead dwells in you. And if you're a believer, okay, Proverbs says that the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. Okay, and in this season of your life, you know, you're seeking God for direction. You're seeking God for some answers. Okay? And so I want to encourage you. Uh, Jeremiah 33.3 says this. It says, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Now listen. Sometimes we think prayer and intercession is, is a lot of speaking and declaring, but I, I really believe, and, and I just want to take the liberty to tell you this, this is a year where God really wants to speak some really clear things to you. Okay, not obscure things, but some very clear things. Yeah. And so, as you begin to pray, and as you begin to have your time alone with God, the Bible says if you wait upon the Lord, He'll renew your strength. And so as you get into the presence of God, you begin to pray and talk to God. Sit in silence for a little while. Sit in the presence of God for a little while. And ask the Lord to begin to speak to you concerning this concerning this year. And then begin to journal. This is what I want you to do. And I don't know if you're familiar with the journaling process. Do you know much about journaling or, or writing? Yes. You know, down. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to encourage you this year to really uh, kind of dive into that a little heavier and take a little more time to get quiet before the Lord as you pray. And he's going to begin to direct you in some things. Okay, and uh, let me play for you, and then I'm going to just share a few things as the Lord directs me. But let's pray for a minute, and uh, we'll just go from there. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just lift up Deborah to you. Amen. Father, we just ask, Lord God, that you would just touch her by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. That, Father, you would open up her spiritual ears. That you would open up her spiritual eyes. And as she begins to call out to you this year, as she begins to call unto you, Lord, you would give her an ear to hear what your spirit is saying. The Father, you would give her spiritual eyes, Lord, to see things from your perspective. Right now I come against every attack of the enemy that's come over her and her family. And I just declare in the name of Jesus Christ that no weapon formed or fashioned against her is going to prosper. That every tongue that rises up against her, you will condemn, Lord. Father, I just declare right now, Lord, that there there are people even rising up against this family. There are people speaking things against this woman of God. And I just declare to you, Deborah, that the Lord says, to just draw near to him in this time, that even though there are people coming against you with words, that there are people that that are not necessarily in agreement with you or with the things of God in your life, that just begin to trust the Lord. Trust yeah. the Lord. 
God wants you to trust him in this season, that there's a season you're walking through right now that is a very uh, tough season. It feels like a fire. Now, I don't know what's going on. Um, I just get, you know, got on the line here. I don't know if, you know, if you got a chance to talk to these guys or not or what's going on. But I do believe the Lord's saying that in this season, uh, it's going to seem like you're kind of going not necessarily backwards, but it's, it, there's going to be a lot of opposition, okay? And you've been walking through a lot of op- opposition, and it's caused you to get yeah. kind of weary, okay? You, you yeah. And the Lord says, look, if you'll hang in there, okay, don't get weary in well-doing. Lord, Lord just directs me to tell you this. Don't be weary in well-doing. You keep praying, and you keep standing on the will and the word of God, and the Lord is sending you help. The Lord is going to begin to send you uh, intercessors and people to stand with you. You're going to begin to see some things on the surface change in your family. Now, I don't know exactly what you've been praying for for your family, but I do believe the Lord is telling me that you're going to begin to see some things turn. Okay, you you know uh, you know when you plant a seed, sometimes you, you wonder if it's even going to sprout. But the minute you see that little sprout shooting through the grass or shooting through the shooting through the top of the soil, you know, the hope starts to birth inside. You you're like, Okay, great. You know, the seed that I planted is actually gonna work. It's it's actually gonna do something. And I, I believe that the Lord is telling me that this is a year concerning your family where hope that's been deferred has made your heart sick. It's made you weary. It, it's caused you to get tired and some things. So the Lord said, be encouraged because you're going to see that, that sprout come through the grass, through the top of the soil. You're going to see some things on the surface just start to turn just a little bit, and you're going to know that God is at work. Yes, Lord. Okay? And I just want to encourage you in that. And so, Father, right now I just pray, Lord, for Deborah. I pray for her family, Lord. I just declare, Lord, that that her and her whole household will be serving you, Father God. I just declare, Lord, that even those that are against the plans and purposes of God for Deborah and her family, I just declare right now in the name of Jesus, Father, your will be done and your kingdom come, just as it is in heaven, Father. So let it be in Deborah's life tonight, Father God, that you would surround her with the Holy Spirit. That you surround her with the glory of God And I pray, Father, help her to be centered In this hard season Help her to stay centered in her emotions And centered on the word of God Because, Lord, you promised to keep her And you promised to get her through this And I just declare that to you tonight, Deborah That the Lord's going to keep you And he's going to get you through this He's not going to leave you in the middle of it so. Hey Paul yeah. Paul you there Hey why don't you uh, Share for just a minute Well talks about reevaluate your current goals. 
It says, never hesitate to reappraise your goals and what you really want to accomplish. Remember that your goals are birthed out of needs, and your needs are often seasonal. Celebrate every page of progress towards your goals. Don't keep pursuing a dream no longer capable of energizing you. New information creates new goals. New relationships create new enthusiasm. And the word of God that reinforces that is John fourteen twenty eight. It says, For which of you intending to build a tower? Believe me, being in ministry is building a tower. It says, For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? Well, um, I would say that what I get out of that is to walk by faith, not by sight, because the enemy knows your heart and your desires, and if he's speaking, he hears it. Um, the light that is in you, the Bible says, that he is in you is greater than he is words. Um, and so I get to thinking I lose track. Um, but whenever you, whenever you set out your goals for ministry, um, you know, the devil's going to throw obstacles at you that are Sometimes we get we have uh, gifts that are given to us that come in camouflage wrapping, you know. So, you know what I mean. Sometimes it may look, you know, it may not look like what it is, and but if, if you just pray for the spirit of discernment, especially when you're working in ministry, um, you know, uh, you hear these big. Uh, mega church ministers talk about all the time how they, you know, they just don't go around shaking everybody's hand, you know, even their own congregation. Um, so I would pray that um, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Please. I pray that the mental, what what part of ministry is it that you're looking at pursuing? Um. I have um, I have worked with the um, as a teacher with the children's ministry, um, wow. and and even I've worked with the uh, children's ministry, and I've worked also as um, as as, as an intercessor, really as a teacher in um, in our prayer service in producing um, soaking uh, uh, music as a way of intimacy with God, um, in our prayer service, which um, a lot of people were able to receive it and grab a hold to it. But I have experienced a great deal of opposition um, from certain areas or certain factions that have brought us up place of, uh, of even questioning um, is that really a direction? 
you know, uh, is there more, you know, am I moving in the right area? Well, you know, I have to, I don't know if y'all can, could y'all hear me, hear, hear what I've been talking sure. about? Yeah, you're okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I had my, I don't know if, you know, I, I have to say this. I don't consider myself a prophet, okay? Uh, you know, the Lord has blessed me with what I know he has blessed me with, and that is healing. And it's he that does the healing, Okay. I just have a yes. uh, a blind faith that that I've seen what he's done, so I know if I just just continue asking, he does it. Okay, um, but as I was sitting here, the reason why I asked you what part of ministry that you're pursuing is because in my spirit, I was going to ask you: Is it kindergarten? You know, uh, youth ministry? You know, with children? <laughs> and that's what you said. So I have to tell you, you know. Christopher, now he's the prophet. He has a um, a prophet prophetic mantle over his life, no doubt. Okay, we we all know that, um, and several others. You know, uh, a fivefold ministry. But um, I have to agree with you that with what you're pursuing, because I wish I would have said it before I asked you. Uh, or I wish I would have asked you if, if you're pursuing, you know, children's ministry. That's what the Lord put in my spirit. <laughs> so I, you know, I had to stand in agreement that what you're uh, looking at doing um, is of God and to pray. Um, and uh, believe me, uh, working in children's ministry, we have Royal Rangers and Missionettes, and they're a handful. And uh, it takes the love of God uh, to put up with a big group of kids. You know, we've only got about 64 kids in our church, but that's enough. Believe me, the ladies and all the Sunday school teachers, um, every Sunday and every Wednesday, you know, they're uh, they're tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I just ask, as we, as, as we talk and pray in Jesus' name here, um, to look for the Lord, um, I would just be careful, uh, have thorough prayer, um, continuous prayer, pray without ceasing, and uh, keep your goals to yourself um, so that people don't, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 um, that it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and to lean not on your own understanding, but in all ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. The Bible says that he will, the Lord will direct the paths of a righteous man. The Bible says that you'll know a man by his fruit. So, um, me personally, I've... I don't belong in children's ministry. I belong out doing the landscaping. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I probably mow over the children. <laughs> so, you know, um, we just pray that uh, after listening to Sean pray and then Christopher pray, and then what the Lord told me to ask you, you know, uh, I, he didn't tell me to ask you, but 
I was going to ask you if, if it had to do with children's ministry. So I, I, I believe you're on target. So, Amen. Heavenly Father, we pray for Deb, Mama Deb. It looks like it's her um, prayer international name. And where are you, Mama Deb? Yes. Where are you? What, what, where are you at in the United States? Louisiana. Louisiana? Yes. Well, Father God, we just call on your angels. We send your angels to Louisiana. Heavenly Father, we ask you, Heavenly Father, that you minister to her. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you give her the guidance, your eyes, your word says that you give us eyes to hear, eyes to see, ears to hear, and a compassionate heart, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I pray that her doorpost are wide with the blood of the Lamb. Heavenly Father, we, we just wrap her in a prayer, a Psalms 91 prayer, Heavenly Father, that you will provide her with the angels. We pray, Heavenly Father, that your word will be performed in her life. Lord God, that you will lead her down the paths of righteousness, that all her needs will be met according to your riches and glory, Heavenly Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. What do you How think, long Alex? have you been pursuing this? Go ahead, Sean. Alex, you there? We have another, we have our other friend Alex with us on. Can you hear me, Alex? Okay, Alex is there. Uh, go ahead, Paul. What were you saying? Uh, well, let's, we're, uh, I was I can hear asking you. her how long she was going, how long she's been pursuing this goal. That's all I was asking. Okay. Um, actually, actually, I I no longer um teach um in the um in the children's ministry, but I have um functioned in the capacity uh, of an intercessor and as a teacher presenting um in prayer in our prayer groups and in intercessory prayer, I have been um teaching the principles of, of soaking and introducing soaking uh, music and those principles about intimacy with God um, about a year. And it was something really that um, it was things that I found that I brought forth um, to um, to the pastor and the pastor encouraged me and actually gave me um, a position to present it um, and actually teach it to the body for nearly a year, but during that time, I really, really had um, great opposition um, in the congregation with certain groups who didn't um, agree with it and um, didn't want to go forward. I mean, for a time, I stepped back um, into the background. And I'm now at a point of... um, being ready to come back to the forefront um, and pick up the next leg of it. And I just was wondering, should I even pursue it further? I just... Well, I always would agree. Well, I don't know if I say I would always would agree, but I think everyone should in some form or fashion be involved with intercessory 
But understanding that intercessory prayer is not about us. It's about them. Correct. Um, Correct. Uh, Dollar had 400 pr- uh, um, prayer intercessors. But the lady that was directing it was listening to them praying. Out of 400, she said there was really only about four of them really standing in the gap for other people. Everybody seemed to be praying for themselves. Um, it's a gift yeah, to God. Your, your intercession, your, yeah. your intercession is, um, is is God desires the desires the things that God desires us to pray for, and not our own list of things. That's right. So, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a great ministry. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, that's what we do here. Uh, as I tell Christopher all the time, I don't look at. I, I mean, I. I Hey, I, I'm not a preacher. I'm a I'm a prayer warrior. Uh, someone who stands Amen. in the gap here on here in the uh, heartland of the United States, out of Kansas, um, pounding the word of the Bible um, and uh, watching strongholds um, yeah. being broke lo- loose off of people. And it's not me; it's God. He just uses us to lift our voices to Him. Amen. So that's what I, all I had to say. Hallelujah. Hey, Alex. Hallelujah. You there? Yep, I'm here. Hey, what do you got? You got anything for Deborah? Um, you know, uh, you know, just something that I was sharing with Chris earlier tonight. Uh, there was something that was really uh, encouraging to me, and you know, a lot of times it's. Um, um, this is not necessarily even this is just kind of a general encouragement um uh and but it was really a big blessing uh to hear and uh i hope it'll be an encouragement um there's um and it's this it's it's when we it's just basically on hearing god um and uh knowing that um what was shared with me is is basically you know we are sheep, we are his sheep, and there's the voice Jesus said, my sheep will hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they won't follow and <clears throat> anyways um, like uh, what was basically shared with me is is that um when we hear the voice of the shepherd. Um, it's going to be light. It's going to be life. It's going to be freedom and and liberty. And when we hear the voice of the other, the other voice, the voice of a stranger, the voice, the enemy, or um, just you know maybe maybe our flesh, um, it 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 may like tend to condemnation, um, judgmentalness. Um, and like pressure, uh, pressure to be driven, um, and uh, just something you know, just uh, criticalness um, against us, and that God's voice is is life and peace, and and I don't know that. I don't even know if that 
that's uh, going to really apply to what she's going through. But it was really a big blessing to me to be able to uh, just be reminded of that encouragement. So I, that's really the only thing I've got to say. You know, uh, something about that, um, you know, and and it's true, um, because, you know, the, the verse that it reminds me of where it says um, that I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. And like it says in Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you know not of. And you know, Deborah, um, when we think about the, um, the, the the visions and the dreams that we get from the Lord and the and the plans and the purposes that we have and that we think he's given us for our lives, um, you know, usually we only get a small glimmer of the, the, to the entire package. And we, we try to imagine how great it's going to be and everything the Lord's going to do. But, you know, no matter how high our expectations are, the Father's expectations are even higher than that. And the things and the places he wants to take us and the people he wants us to touch and the, and the ministry and the blessing he, he's going to put in your life is going to be far greater than anything you can imagine. Um, you know, someone told me once, and it, it sounds really simple, but it's that you need to pray, you need to dream big, and then you pray big and you expect big. And you trust the, you trust the, trust the Lord that every step, no matter what happens, every step is ordered and guided by him that you're going to follow his voice and that you're going to let him lead you into the places that he wants you to go. And you may not always be able to see what happens right ahead of you. You may not be able yeah. to completely comprehend the places that he's taking you into, but you have to understand that the Lord is going to put you in places that will put you in contact with people that are going to need to hear his word. And he's put special yeah. gifts on your life and abilities on your life, and he's put you in places in the past to give you um, experience and um, where the Lord has been able to help you in your own life, that's in turn later yeah. on is going to be where you can actually bless other people through your experience, through your relationship with the Lord. Because, you know, there's going to be places and people that you talk to that you're going to be able to minister to, whether they're older people or they're the children, that um, none of us will have the experience and none of us have been to that place with the Lord that you've been in. And so, you you know, you're specifically designated and called for the Lord for your purpose and your plan. And nobody else can fulfill yeah. that. Just like no one else can fulfill the anointing to be king that the Lord placed on King David except for him at that time. The Father has, put in, has, placed, um, has a plan for your life that's for you, and he's going to see it through. Because he's going to be glorified, the, his, his son Jesus is going to be glorified through your ministry, through through your works, through the things that you do. Just, I mean, just with you and your family. And so you just got to continually mm -hmm. trust the Lord. To keep striving to hear His voice. Keep going into that secret place where it's just you and yeah. Him. You know, it says, "Be still and know that I am God." Realize that He is in complete and total control, and no matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody does, it really doesn't matter because He's the God, and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And if yeah. you keep putting your trust in Him, it doesn't matter what happens because the Bible says we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. Yeah. And you are more than yeah. a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're blessed to have you on the show. 
and I mean, we're really glad that you called in tonight. And um, you know, keep calling back in and um, um, give us updates about what's happening. Um, I will. Because, I will. Because it's, it's really exciting. Because you know, it's true. I mean, I heard the statistic once that um, once a once a kid actually gets um, out of high school, to, I mean, it's it's so much harder for them to um, come to the Lord in a way. I mean, because, I mean, the Bible says raise a child up in the way they would go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. And, and it's true. I mean, if you start speaking to children when they're young and you start telling them about the Lord, they're not going to forget it, right. and their whole lives will be changed and shaped by it. And, you know, I wanted to um, quickly um, – I didn't want to take up too much of everybody's time, but I want to tell you a story, and I don't know why I'm telling you the story. Um but hopefully, for some reason, sooner or later, it may help you. Um, okay. You know, there was a there was a lady, a mother, who, um, like you, was a, a, an amazing woman of prayer who trusted the Lord. And um, she had a, um, a, a son who um, wasn't following the Lord. Um, and But she kept praying because she knew the Bible says that you and your household shall be saved. So she kept praying. She kept interceding night after night, night after night, trusting in the Lord. Um not always seeing the Lord doing anything, but she kept trusting in the Lord despite what she saw. Because, you know, the spiritual world is more real than the physical world. And sure. um, what happened is, is sooner or later, um, her son um, was um, on a football field playing football, and um, somehow he got injured, and um, pretty much he, um, he died on the football field. And so they got him in the ambulance, and um, they were trying to resuscitate him, and they called her, and she has to drive out there to get to him. And the whole way there, she's just praying and trusting in the Lord, praying and trusting in the Lord. She gets to him, and they they said it's too late. They said he's already gone. And she's like, it doesn't matter because I know the Lord, the Lord said that me and my household shall be saved, and he's not going anywhere until he's saved because that's what the Lord said. She didn't care what her circumstances said. She didn't care what anybody said. All she cared was what the Lord said. And so she prayed for him and kept praying for him while she was there. And her son was raised from the dead. Now, the funny thing about the story is is that her son, after he had been raised from the dead, because that still happens all the time. We don't hear about yeah. it because the news won't report it, but it happens. And because, you know, the Lord can do anything. And he did. I mean, and. So her son looked at her and he said, you know, Mom, that Jesus you always talked to me about, he was there. And he told me that you were praying for me and I got sent back. And, you know, that mother kept standing in faith on the word of God. When everything seemed, when all, when, I mean, her vision, her dream, everything she had been praying for seemed dead. She kept standing on the word of God because, you know, God had a plan that he would be glorified. And God's gonna, God has a plan that he's going to be glorified in your situations. He's going to be glorified in your adversities. He's going to be glorified in your struggles. He's going to be glorified in the mountains and in the victories that he has throughout your life. So just keep trusting him. Keep believing in him. And um, keep letting him prove himself, and which he will. If you yeah. trust him, you'll see the miracles. You'll see the things happen. You'll see the past mates move. You'll see the mountains be cast into the sea. All because you trusted in the Lord and you kept your faith in Him. Amen. Amen. So, thank, thank you very much for calling in tonight. Um, we're gonna, um, I'm gonna put a song on so we can take a quick break and then um, 
We will be right back, everybody. Oh, our call-in number, 619-638-8458. My
Uh, well, welcome back. If you're ju- just tuning in, welcome back to Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we've got uh, Paul Pintor and Alex Posey and Sean Holmberg in the studio tonight. Amen. 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 Well, so do we have any uh, callers, or what's it looking like? Uh, no callers at the moment. Um, if anybody in the chat room needs prayer, um, let us know. We got about 14 minutes left of the show. Um, our call in number 619-638-8458. If we go off the show or if the show ends um, before you have a chance to call in, you can always go to our website, which is prayerinternational.org, and um, you can put your prayer request there. You can always email us at prayerinternational at um, gmail.com and um, pretty much we're going to be on seven days a week, 24 hours well, not 24 hours a day, we're hoping um, pretty soon to be 24 hours a day, trusting in the Lord for finances Um, the Lord just so happened to put it in your heart to um, sow anything um, into this ministry Uh, follow the Lord, if he doesn't then don't worry about it Um, just trust the Lord for everything. Um, I have a prayer request. Yes, sir. Um, Olivia um, needs prayer for her store where she works at. Um, we're in a small town and um, as I always say it, Satan has his helpers. You know, they may be even helpers that have, in God we trust, on their license plate. Um, so, uh, as I was telling a man at Promise Keepers today, they threw that lady in jail over in Phillips County Sheriff's Office. Um, she was behind a truck and. He stopped at the yellow light because he knew it was going to turn red, and she like a rear end him, and she rolled down her window was saying things, and the sheriff had just been sitting there radaring, and so he pulled up behind her and hit his lights, and he went up to the door, and she rolled down her window, and um, he asked her to get out and handcuffed her, and they got her down there at the police station for about four hours, and finally, you know, they... They let her out, and she said, well, what did you arrest me for? And um, the police officer said, we, we, well, I, I just knew for certain your car was stolen. She said, well, why was that? He said, because you have all those bumper stickers over. It says, Jesus saves, and all that. <laughs> so, you know, uh, why people put all these bumper stickers on their vehicles and buy these license places saying God we trust but really you know they're our adversary um so long story short you know she deals with a lady at work that you know uh she don't want to talk about God um you know Olivia uses I mean God put her there as a ministry it's her pulpit and everyone at work will talk about God they'll talk about salvation you know 
uh, even the ones that she's recently led to the Lord with this one girl, she just she just there starting trouble, you know, um, and uh, that's what that's what happens, you know. Same thing with Tim Tebow, um, but anyway, I just thought I'd let you pray for my wife. Uh, we we we're covered in in uh, the anointing and prayer, um, but I thought we'd let you pray for her. You know, someone else is standing the gap. What do you think? Of course, we also got. Um um, two more prayer requests, and we have, uh, or at least one more prayer request, and then we have someone online too. So, we yeah, we'll, we'll pray for them first. Pray for those guys first, because we can always pray for Olivia. No, we, well, luckily the show goes into recording for an hour. So let me bring on. This is Adriana. So let me bring Adriana in. Hello. Are you there, Adriana? Yes, I'm here. Okay, right, can you tell everybody what you need prayer for? Yeah, like here for my case, um, I moved to from Florida to Georgia, and I wait five years to be able to move to meet the requirements of the divorce. And when I move, my ex-husband uh, filed a petition, hid, hiding everything that wasn't a divorce, and the, the judge gave uh, for her to come back for the jurisdiction in Florida, and I had to come back from Georgia to Florida. And now I didn't have a chance to defend myself yet, so I have. 10 days, so today was the last day I filed for rehearing with a lawyer, and uh, and I'll, I like prayer for this case that God release her back to me. Hi, Chris. Hey, you want to yes. start us off? Sure. Well, Father, right now, Lord, we just declare, Father God, that the judge's heart is in your hand, Father God, and we just declare favor, Father, in this legal matter, Father God. We pray, Lord God, that you would just work things out on Adriana's behalf. Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name, Father God, for your kingdom to come and your will to be done in our lives, Lord, that you would literally bring favor, favor in this situation, Father. We pray your hedge of protection around her, Lord God. And Father God, we pray, Father God, that you would help her to get settled and established. Lord God, you, Father God, would have your way in this situation, Lord. And we just stand, Lord God, on your word, which says, Lord God, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. You turn it whichever way you choose. So, Father, we pray that you would just grant her favor in the all the legal proceedings in this situation and in this case. And we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Adriana? Yes. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you and that he has a wonderful plan in store for your life? Yes. Do you know that if you die at this moment that you'd go to heaven? Yes. Why is that? I know for sure. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Yes. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I love to pray for people, um, whether they're heathen, lost, poor, wealthy, um, regardless. Um, you know, I mean, that's what we do. We're, we're called to pray. Um, but I still like to always know. And because my brother, just, in fact, all these brothers of mine on the phone, uh, they, they know my testimony, and we all have testimonies. We've all had tests and trials and um, you know, before I became who 
who the Lord made me, you know, I used to go get them to do the praying for me, you know. But I I found out one day that I got the same Holy Ghost they got. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, amen. So, um, you know, we've all had our trials and tribulations. And um, regardless of what your circumstance is, um, yes. you don't have to live with this gentleman, but always love him. Um, pray for him. Um, don't get caught up with hate. Um, you know, just you, you, the light that's in you will carry you through the storm. Right now, mm-hmm. you're in the midst of the storm, and you will get through it. Okay, so mm-hmm. put your hand up. Put your hand over your heart. And repeat this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I call on your name. I call on your name. In the midst of these trials. In the midst of these trials. I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I pray pray for the peace in Jerusalem. I pray, pray for the peace in Israel. I pray for the peace in Israel. I pray for the peace in Georgia. I pray for the peace in Georgia. And Florida. And Florida. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I give you no rest till you establish. I give you no rest till you establish. And as you make Jerusalem. And to make Jerusalem. A praise in the earth. A place in the earth. Okay, let me pray for you. Heavenly Father is a compassionate, confidence, prayer intercessor. We call on your name, Heavenly Father. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, from Kansas to Georgia to Florida, we cry out to you, Heavenly Father. Father, I call on your name because Adriana's heart is overwhelmed. Her mind needs your love. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you lead us all to the rock that is higher than I and her. We call on your name, Heavenly Father, for shelter, that you make her stronger, that you build her tower, her tower up high above her enemy. Lord God, we ask you that you allow her to abide in your tabernacle forever so that she'll trust in you for the shelter and she lies on your wings, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask you that you send your angels for her love as we all bow on our knees together to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. We stand in the gap. We all join hands over these phones, Heavenly Father, from every broadcast studio from Plano to Garland to Dallas to Kansas to Georgia. Heavenly Father, we come in agreement. Your word says if two or three of us shall stand, shall gather our thoughts.
Pray, I pray. 